Hi, boys and girls. This is Ms. Kathy. I'm so happy you've joined me today for another story just for you. Today's story shows you how great it is to have a pet and how sad it can be when a pet disappears. While Jenny and her friend Natalie search for clues about what happened to Butterscotch, Jenny learns some important lessons about forgiveness. Chapter 3 Shorty and Butterscotch. Butterscotch! A gold shape hurtled across the yard, followed by a brown and white barking blur. Butterscotch disappeared behind the cars parked in the driveway with Shorty right behind her. Jenny was across the lawn before she even realized that her legs had moved. Butterscotch, come back, she shouted. Butterscotch! But as she strained to see down the street, a bulky white truck roared by. Stop, she shouted. But the truck kept going. Somewhere ahead of it, she could still hear Shorty's sharp barking. Oh, no, she wailed. Near the next cross street, the truck's red brake lights lit up. Tires squealed as it slammed to a stop. Jenny's hand covered her eyes. Dee covered her ears. Tevin just stared. Oh, no, oh, no, Jenny said as she peeked through her fingers. She watched the truck door open and the driver hop out. As the man walked around in front of his truck, Jenny turned and grabbed Dee Come on, Butterscotch might be hurt. Tevin, go get my mom and yours. Shorty might be hurt, too. Tevin frowned and turned toward the door. As Jenny whirled back toward the street, she heard the door of the truck slam closed. Hey! Hey, wait! she shouted as she and Dee Dee ran, but the truck rolled away. Jenny raced up to the spot where it had stopped and froze, afraid to look down. I don't see anything, Dee Dee said. Butterscotch? Shorty? There was no bark or meow for an answer. Jenny, I don't think they're here. Jenny dared to look around. She didn't see any broken animal bodies or blood. Butterscotch, she called. Come here, girl. By that time, Mrs. Wallace ran up. Dee Dee's dad and her uncle were right behind her. Do you see her? Mrs. Wallace asked, breathing hard. Is she hurt? I don't see her at all, Jenny wailed. Where's Shorty? Tevin called from down the street. He was walking slowly toward them. We haven't seen him, Dee Dee answered. Tevin's dad pulled a flashlight out of his pocket and walked along the edge of the street, looking into each yard. They could have been hurt, he said quietly. Then louder he called, Shorty? Biscuit? Who's Biscuit? Dee Dee asked. Her uncle pulled out a dog biscuit. He always comes for a biscuit. He must not be nearby. I don't think Butterscotch is near either, Jenny's mom said. I'm sorry, dear. Jenny wiped off a tear. She could be scared and hiding. Then she got mad. It's that dog's fault. He chased her away. Now, Jenny, her mother said, laying a hand on her shoulder, dogs do chase cats. That's just the way it is. You know that's why Butterscotch usually stays in the house. Jenny didn't answer her. She was too busy thinking bad thoughts about Shorty. But it wasn't really Shorty's fault, like Mom said, she thought, and looked straight at Tevin. It's Tevin's fault. Then she glared at Dee Dee. Dee Dee was staring off into the darkness as if looking really hard would make Butterscotch appear. And it's Dee Dee's fault because Tevin is her cousin. If it wasn't for Dee Dee, then Tevin wouldn't be here. And if Tevin wasn't here, then his old dog couldn't have chased Butterscotch away in the first place. I'm sure Butterscotch will head for home, sweetheart, her mother said. Let's do the same thing. We can't make her come back by standing around in the street. She smiled at Jenny, but Jenny couldn't smile back. Tevin's dad walked down the street calling Shorty and waving a biscuit. As they walked across the yard, Tevin's mother scolded him. Tevin, why did you leave the car door open? Shut it right now, please. Jenny followed everyone into the house, but when they sat down to talk, she went to her room and pretended to read a book. Really, she just lay on her bed and stared at the pages. Without thinking, she reached out her hand to where Butterscotch was usually curled up against her leg. 
but instead of the warm fur of her pet, her fingers brushed the fake fur of her stuffed grizzly bear. Angrily, she tossed it onto the floor. Gulping back a sniffle, Jenny rolled over and stared at the ceiling. She didn't feel like visiting. She didn't feel like reading. She didn't feel like doing anything until Butterscotch came back. Jenny, her mother said softly, opening the door enough to stick her head in. Dee Dee and Tevin are leaving. Why don't you come out and say goodbye? Jenny pushed herself off the bed slowly. She would go out because her mother asked her to, but she wouldn't say goodbye. Bye, Jenny, Dee Dee said as she left. She looked puzzled when Jenny just stood there and didn't say anything back. We'll keep looking for Shorty, Mrs. Wallace called to Tevin's dad. He'll show up before long. I'm not looking for Shorty, Jenny promised herself as she changed into her pajamas and crawled into bed. I hope no one ever sees him again. Shorty deserves to be lost, but Butterscotch doesn't. It was a long time before Jenny fell asleep, and by then her pillow was wet with tears. The story you have heard today is a chapter of The Shoebox Kids, Book 3, Jenny's Catnapped Cat, written by Celeste Perino Walker, edited and created by Jerry D. Thomas, and used with permission from the Pacific Press Publishing Association. If you're interested in any other books published by the Seventh-day Adventist Church, please visit AdventistBookCenter.com or call 1-800-765-6955. This podcast is a production of the Carolina Conference of the Seventh-day Adventist Church.